Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know you're such a fucking lady, right? Hey ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button, welcome to the family, and if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics, And she told me that she make her come fast. Why you acting like that? You ain't tripping, you been in your bag. Good girl, why you look so bad? And she told me that she make her come fast. You know... A bitch out here trying to do the right thing, stay on course, you know. I feel like I done wasted four years of my life in college. It's bitches out here sucking dick and getting ahead. Like, damn, I'm trying to, you know, stay in motion, do the right thing. Be God-fearing. You know I was raised good, but damn, a bitch tired. I want to go to the Turks, too. Hey, ladies. How y'all doing? <laughs> I know y'all probably wondering, Miss Brownstone, why the fuck did you put that song in the beginning? <laughs> y'all, I just gotta be honest. Life been life in. All right, and I know y'all hear me say that a lot, but today's girl chat is gonna be a little bit different. Like, I know we talk about femininity, hot pergamy, friendships, all that girly girl stuff, but today we're gonna talk about life. Let's talk about life, all right? So, the reason why I put that song in the beginning is because that has been my song for 2023. Like, his whole album has really got a bitch through the year. Now, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't strutting through this year, and I wasn't dilly-bopping through this year. I definitely was limping through this year, but I got through it, you know, and the year is not over. There's maybe more surprises to come. Who knows? But this year has definitely been something. Okay, so grab your glass of wine, y'all. Grab your apple juice. Whatever juice, some water and cranberry. I don't care. Because we about to get into some things, shall we? You know, I really didn't know if I wanted to put this episode out. One, because like I always tell y'all, you never know who's home. Like you just don't know who's listening. And because the shit is online for everybody to hear, you know, this motherfuckers that don't like you be listening to your shit. Okay. What Nicki Minaj say? Y'all somewhere in the closet right now listening to my shit (laughs) knowing you don't like me okay (laughs) so you never know who's listening and try to pray for your downfall and just want to sit around and hope and i wish i wish upon a star that miss brownstone life is fucked up all right but however this episode is definitely relatable um and i think everything i put out is relatable but i wanted to put this out because it's relatable and because you never know what season someone can be going through in their life, you know, and you might just need to hear that you are not alone. I am here with you. <laughs> okay. And two of our sisters was like, it's brownstone. Look, I know you going through it. Cause they hit me up. Like what's going on with you? And I'm like, bitch. Okay. And we had a little conversation in DMs. Cause y'all know it goes down in my DMs. Okay. It's going down in my DMs. Ooh, hey. it's going down in my DMs. Um, so make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at miss. That's MS period brownstone underscore. Um, it feels so good to say that I haven't been on this mic. It's so fucking long. Y'all it's amazing. Um, so yeah, they was like, we was talking about it and they was like, I'm gonna shot them out at the end of the episode. But it was like, you know what? Put that shit out because you don't know who might be feeling the same way you feeling. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna put this shit out. So let's get into it. So I don't know what I want to call this girl's chat. I don't know if I want to call it mental health. If I want to call it uh fucking in the storm. If I want to call it can't win for nothing. I don't know what the fuck I want to call this shit. <laughs> but by the time you see it, you will know what it's called. Okay. Um, so the beginning of 2023, for those of you who know, and those who don't know, you about to know, okay, because if you don't know, now you know, nigga, 
Um, so in 2023, I had the biggest fucking vision ever. I mean, I had all these goals that I wanted to accomplish. I had all these things that I wanted to do. I had, you know, plans to put my motherfucking heels, my stilettos on pavement and get it popping, bitch, okay? I had plans to do so many things. And maybe when I made my vision board, I made it too fucking big. (laughs) They said, think big, bitch. Bitch, I was thinking humongous, okay? Um, Maybe I was thinking too big. Maybe I was just, I don't know. But I made a vision board and I had all these things I wanted to do. And I was just like, bitch, it's grind time. I emptied out my motherfucking 401k, bitch. And I hooked up my podcast room and it looks amazing, you know. Um, But my year started off very motherfucking rocky. And you know what's just so crazy about life is like the moment you make up your mind that you want to do something that you like, okay, this is what the fuck I'm finna do. All right. You know what I'm saying? The moment that you make up your mind that you finna do something is the moment that shit just start going crazy like mayhem in this motherfucker. And when I didn't want it, when I was just floating through life, living in the matrix, not knowing what the fuck I wanted out of life. The shit was smooth selling. But the moment I make up my mind that I want to do something, it's like, is the devil fucking with me? Or is this the is this God trying to see how bad, how bad do you want it, bitch? Okay, I don't know. But all I know is the moment I said, I want to do this podcast shit. And I'm going to go hard at this motherfucker. And my goal is to do X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. And I plan on getting a YouTube check this year. I don't know if the devil sent his, I ain't going to say I don't know because bitch is obvious. The devil sent his strongest motherfucking demons, bitch. Okay. And them bitches had hands. All right. <laughs> hands, bitch. Like, I mean, they was throwing the motherfucking bowls like Takeshi. That's her name. Takeshi did at the bad girls uh, at, at baddies East. All right. Like she, they was throwing the motherfucking bowls, bitch. Okay. They said, knock if you buck her. All right. I ain't gonna lie, that's what had happened. So, the beginning of 2023, my shit started off, I came in it rough, and it started off rough. And the thing about success is it's never just like a, a uphill, like, you know how you look at a, you look at a, um, a chart and the shit just be going up, 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 up. The thing about success is it's like a fucking roller coaster, bitch. It's not a just up, up, up. Like you do this and you do that and you do this and you make it, bitch. I mean, this motherfucker went up, down, around town, spin around, down in the water, up in the heaven, around town, around the corner, deep diving in 411 Water Avenue, bitch. The shit when this roller coaster was crazy, bitch. Okay. This motherfucker didn't just go straight and, you know, and they say that's how success is. Okay. But that motherfucking roller coaster that I went on this year was crazy. Okay. It was definitely crazy. I ain't gonna lie to you. So I came into 2022. It was, I mean, 2023, it was a little rough. The ending of 2022, I had, you know, ended up losing my job. And, um, I wasn't, I wasn't sad about it. Due to the fact that I was just like, um, somebody don't text me. Yeah, I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad about it due to the fact that I wasn't really there. You get what I'm saying? Like I was physically there, but mentally I was at she knows podcast, bitch. Mentally, my mom was somewhere fucking else. And I was just like, I'm just here to get a check, you know? And I had a career, you know, but I just... It felt like a job to me. And the way people was just running around all serious about life, that just wasn't me, you know, about that job. Because I never dreamed of working for somebody else. And that was never my goal. Especially once I started the podcast. I was like, hold up. I could tell stories. I could talk my shit. I can get paid, bitch. Once I got that motherfucking first paycheck, <laughs> it was only $7. But, bitch, that's all I needed <laughs> for me to say, okay, fuck you. Let me have to multiply this shit. All right. Um... So I was at work physically, but mentally I wasn't there. And clearly they knew it. So they did let the bitch go. Okay. They let me go. After that, I said, you know what? I'm going to try again. Okay. <laughs> and went and found me another job. 
But when I was at that job, I just, I felt like I was exchanging my time for money. Like I was just sitting there and I wasn't doing shit. Like I just wasn't doing shit. And it's probably because, well, the, the building was down or whatever, but I was just sitting there and I wasn't doing anything. And I was still in my field and I was, I'm good at what I did. Okay. Very good at it. But I was just sitting there and I wasn't getting, I wasn't working, you know, and I was getting paid, but I was just getting paid to sit in a chair. And I felt like, damn, I could sit in a chair at my house. You feel me? And I could record, you know, I don't need to be sitting in the chair at the job, not doing or getting where I need to go. And at this point, that's when my collabs really started popping off. Like I was doing collabs here and there, you know, trying to get my name out, whatever the case may be. So I really felt like I didn't need to sit. I didn't need to just be at that damn place. Okay. So I was just like, I got to get the fuck out of here and I need to find something else. So I ended up finding something else and it was still like, I wasn't there. So I decided I'm going to do this podcast shit full time. Fuck a job. Fuck going for working for the white man. Okay. No offense. Just saying I'm going to do, do it better. Okay. Better than ever. All right. And I'm going to work for myself. So I quit. When I quit, I decided I was going to empty out this motherfucking full one K bitch. And I was going to do this podcast shit. And I had visions, bitch, because I said to myself, if I can get this many followers with just audio what the fuck can I do when I do visuals? Okay. What can I do? Like I could probably do some shit. Okay. So emptied out this 401k. And I said, I'm going to work on this podcast. I started ordering all the stuff to decorate this room because I had a vision in mind, y'all. Okay. I'm- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply visionary had a vision in mind about how this room would look and it's gorgeous all right i'm just saying but i had a vision in mind how this room was gonna look and um as i'm starting to order the stuff to get the room ready you know my ex end up telling me that he was getting evicted and he needed a place to stay and he needed help and i was just like you know what i ain't got no job right now so he got a job he ended up getting hired at where i got fired from okay crazy right I'm like, he got a job so he could stay here. He could pay the bills and I could just work on his podcast. You get what I'm saying? Go full throttle into this shit and he could just pay the bills. Who cares? That was the plan. All right. And it was a good plan. It was working at first until a bitch got pregnant. Okay. And I think y'all heard about that story on my YouTube channel. Cause I know I told half of it on here, but if you ever want to hear the whole fucking story about what happened with that, um, check out my YouTube at Ms. Brownstone. Um, so yeah, I ended up getting pregnant. Um, I did not keep the kid. It it was a lot going on. Um, so that was that. And I felt like that put me behind with decorating my podcast room. I feel like that really put me behind like a lot. So I was just like, what the fuck? And I'm having to hire somebody to come in here and hook the room up because, you know, it was hard to paint feeling nauseous you know and then now I'm trying to get it done after I just got the surgery but I'm not the same I'm still in pain so I definitely can't be in here bob the builder and shit so yeah I had to hire somebody um in the meantime before I could hire somebody to come and put this room together and it looks amazing I had to find a person that can help me with my camera because at this point i'm thinking the visuals need to be a one day one i need a team behind me and i need to make it do what it do baby okay so i had a friend of mine's i asked him um could he direct my shit and he was like he was with it and at this point i felt like all right we was going downhill bitch but the roller coaster is going up again okay and we have had to make it do what it do we about to get this shit rolling get the ball rolling and that's all i wanted was the ball to roll okay like can the ball just roll so i can feel like i'm doing something because right now i feel like i'm not doing anything but the crazy thing about life when you're trying to accomplish shit is that you never feel like the ball is rolling you never feel like you're doing enough you know like you're like i just i'm just not doing enough you know what i'm saying but everybody else is looking at you like yo she doing a damn thing you feel me they can see your growth but you on the other hand you feel like what the fuck am i really doing like am i getting anywhere like i don't feel like i'm getting anywhere you know what i'm saying 
Everybody else is just like, yeah, yeah, you're doing it, you're doing it. I mean, they ain't that loud. They whispering that shit. But, you know, they see it, but you just don't see it. You know, it just don't feel like you're doing anything. So, make a long story short, the director comes out. We film about two episodes. Shit get hectic in his life. And I just thought that was crazy, too, because I was like, damn, soon he partnered with me, his life get hectic, too. Like, what the fuck? Like, are we on to something here? And, you know, I try to be very, you know, optimistic about shit and be very, like, be real positive about things because I'm the type of person where it's like, when shit start going wrong, when I'm trying to do it, I'm like, oh, I'm on to something. You hear what I'm saying? And I guess that's because when I was growing up, and I'm like that to this day. If you tell me I can't do something, or if you try to make it hard for me to do something, bitch, I'm going to go even harder. You feel me? Because it's like, you can't stop me, ho. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, no one can stop me, ho, but me. And the only way I'm not going to succeed is if I give up. You feel me? So that's kind of where I was at when his life started to get fucked up. And he, you know, not fucked up, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was a little rocky for the nigga. Okay. You know, not telling me in business. Um, but it was like, damn, soon he partnered with me, his shit go left. I'm like, nigga, we must, we must be on to something. You feel me? But he had to do what he had to do. And, you know, we end up going our own way. Still my nigga though, but he did, he ended up doing what he had to do. And I was on some shit like, well, one monkey don't stop no show. So bitch, I need to get this camera. I need to figure out what I'm about to do. I need to film this bitch. Da, 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 da. So now I don't know if y'all seen on my Instagram, check out my Instagram at Miss Brownstone. That's MS period Brownstone underscore. Um, I'm putting out my YouTube videos now. I'm making reels, but I'm doing it all my all by myself. And anybody that knows me, I always wanted a team. Like I just always dreamed of having a team behind me. And it's just like I don't gotta do it alone. Like shit, it's a lot to come up with content ideas. You feel me? Jot them bitches down. Then get in front of a camera. Then spit that shit. But you still gotta be a little bit entertaining. And then you gotta edit your own shit. Then you gotta chop up reels. Then you gotta post it. Then you gotta promote it. Like that shit is a lot you feel me especially for one person so I was just like what the fuck but at this time like I said the roller coaster went down once the the um director hopped off board but the shit went back up once I kept pushing forward so I'm dropping reels and shit like that and at this point I mean I'm doing 10,000 14,000 views by myself so I'm like fuck I never thought I could get that many views on a reel by myself just me talking shit like didn't think I could do that you feel me I thought I always had to have be on a platform with other motherfuckers and have them sharing off their Instagrams to get to get that much views but I did that shit by myself blocker blocker so now I got a whole different demon that just woke up in front of me you feel me like the demon in me just was like bitch we up okay beast mode so I'm going I'm going I'm going but the thing they don't tell you about social media is that you gotta have tough ass skin and I know a lot of y'all be like, Miss Brown, so I want to do YouTube. Miss Brown, so I want to be a podcast. I want to da da Bitch, when you decide to put yourself out there, you got to have tough skin. Because guess what? You're putting yourself out there for anybody to say anything to you. Anybody can say anything to you. In the first collab I did, I, um, and I'm not drinking wine today. I'm drinking water. I know y'all don't like that noise, but bitch, a bitch is thirsty. You try sitting up here talking for 45 minutes straight, okay? Your mouth will get dry, ho. Um, back to the story at hand, the first collab I did and the shit went crazy and I read the comments about me, it really mentally fucked me up. I went into this deep, you know, depression with that shit and they tried to paint me out to be an alcoholic and all types of shit with that. And the comments were saying I was a hoe and I was the only one drinking and da, 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 da. And it was just a lot going on. I was a gold digger and all types of shit, which I really don't give a fuck if you call me a gold digger. I'm used to that one. But it was just things that I never heard before about myself and had me questioning me, not realizing like, yo, if you have the ability to make these niggas comment, you're doing something. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't thinking of it like that. And I wasn't thinking of it as, oh, bad publicity is still publicity. Like, I didn't, I just looking at, like, damn, these niggas really dogging me. Like, what the fuck is this going to fuck up my brand? Like, how is my listeners going to view, like, view me, hearing me, yelling and acting crazy? But y'all don't know what the fuck was going on behind us. scene when I did that first collab, so that's why I was yelling. But anyways, make a long story short. So my first collab I did when I did, I mean, that shit went crazy. Um, It mentally fucked me up. So... I thought it was just his crowd. I didn't know that once I decided to do visuals and go on my own that I was going to have to deal with the same comments. And I wasn't prepared. So my shit started going crazy on Instagram. My shit started going crazy on TikTok. My shit started going crazy on Facebook. And Facebook, oh my God, them evil, dusty-ass men over there, okay? 
I've been called everything under the fucking sun, bitch. And at first it fucked me up. So like I said, the roller coaster went from down to up to down, back up. So at this point, I think I'm up, but then these comments is messing with me. So now it's kind of disturbed, like this disturbing me, disturbing me. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but from wanting to put out more content, cause I'm like, damn, like nobody likes my shit. Like nobody's fucking with what I do. All these hateful ass comments, people cussing me out all the time. They don't really want to hear what the fuck I have to say. They don't give a fuck. And this shit isn't turning into any subscribers. Like it's not turning into any followers or anything. I'm just getting cussed the fuck out. People taking time out of their day to cuss me out, but they're not taking time out of their day to hit that follow button or hit that subscribe button. So clearly maybe I need to shut the fuck up. That's what I was mentally going through. I even had my own family commenting on my shit, cursing me the fuck out. Like, I'm like, damn, nigga, you should be glad I'm doing something. Like, you're a fuck, nigga. You talking about some fuck me and I, I, like, I'm your cousin, nigga. Like, you feel me? You talking about you don't like what I do and I need to shut the fuck up. I'm your cousin. What are you doing? You're still in North New Jersey, but that's a conversation for a different day. Um, so mentally, it put a toll on me. It definitely put me into a really depressed state. I was just like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't want to do this shit no more. I ain't going to lie to you. I did not want to do this shit no more. And I had to push through that. And I slowly got through that. And I, and I kept going or whatever. And then um, I went back into that stage again when I felt like, fuck this shit, da 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 blah, 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 with the comments. And then I did the collab with Daily Wrap-Up. Make sure I go check that out. I did a collab with Daily Wrap-Up. And then um, I was excited to do that because it was definitely on my vision board and it was something that I've been wanting to do. Like, like my vision board had daily wrap up on it. It has, it has a couple people. I don't want to talk about what the fuck out of my vision board, but I was happy to, to do that. You know, and those are my niggas, like shout out to Jules, shout out to, um, Ace, uh, Eli. They, they're cool as fuck. Shout out to his whole production team. They're definitely dope. I love to see black men getting it, you know, um, and they're very intelligent. They not on no ghetto rah 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 shit. So shout out to them niggas. But yeah, so I did a collab with them and I started to feel a little bit better. Like, all right, you know, it's getting somewhere. Cause then the followers started rolling in. And I'm like, okay, the subscribers started going up. So I'm like, well, bitch, you might be on or something. You feel me? Now it wasn't that crazy boost, but it is something now. I'm still dealing with the comments that were being said about me. Cause now I can see them. It, you know, I went from my little platform to a way bigger platform. And now I'm looking at these comments like, what the fuck? But, you know, shout out to their team. They talked to me about it and everything like that. And it was just like, yo, just turn your notifications off. And I just had to swallow that book. Like, I had to swallow that pill. Like, I was just like, fuck it. You're going to have to, co- like, tag me and everything. Because I didn't do this shit not to get tagged. Like, I didn't do this shit not to grow. So, yeah, tag me and everything. And I'm just going to come out notifications off so I don't read the comments. Like, and that's what I did. And it definitely made me feel better. And now I feel like I handle comments a lot better now because I don't um read them. <laughs> okay? I don't even read them. I don't pay them no mind. I just understand that motherfuckers is just mad because they can't do what I do. And that's what it is. Sometimes you really got to take a, like, you got to look at shit through a different lens because you just be like, motherfuckers mad and commenting and, and cussing you out and all that. But in the same token, they sitting here like, yo, this bitch is brave. Like, she got on camera and did something I could never do. See, the thing about what I do, I'm not, I'm not for everybody. Not everybody can do what I do. You feel me? And not to just talk about me, but just in general. Like, when motherfuckers be hating on you and, call, you know, cursing you out and just throwing shade on you, it's just because they mad that is you like they wish it was them they wish they can do what you do you feel me they wish they was as hot as you they wish they was as fat as you they wish they was as confident as you they wish they could own a room like you do but because they don't have that in them you know they don't got that splat you feel me honey because they don't have that they goal is to knock you down you feel me to make them feel better about themselves and then on top of that nowadays niggas is just trolls like motherfuckers is really trolls and fans and they don't even know how to show love like on the right way. So the only way they know how to do it is to show it on a hating tip. So you just like, eh, suck my dick. Okay. Um, so that goes for anybody, not just the podcast. Like anybody hating on you, trust me, just cause they wish they was you. They hate that is you. They wish they could do it. They wish you could teach them the game ghost. You feel me? Real shit. Um, so I definitely went through that part and I'm, I'm finally over the comments. Okay. So now I'm like, all right, I feel a little bit better, but then I also went back into a little depression because that abortion shit, it hits you different on a mental level. And you don't even know, like, that is bothering you until it starts to show up in other ways. You get what I'm saying? Like, mental health is really real. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
clearly that was a traumatic experience for me. And I didn't even notice it because at this point in my life, you know, after the abortion, I didn't have time to sit and think about it, to deal with my feelings, to, to realize what I did. I was already on the move. Like I was already like, okay, well, Vicky, you made this goal for this shit. You got to do this, this, that, blah, 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 blah. You feel me? And you got to get to it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I didn't even have time to embrace what I went through with that abortion situation. So that ends up popping back up. And, um, do I regret doing it? No, I don't. I would have did it. I would, if I go back in time, I would I would either never fucked him or I would have did it again. I ain't gonna lie. I would have still did it. Um, I think I made an executive decision. Okay. I don't think I was wrong for that, but it does mentally play a role on you. You know what I mean? Because now I'm starting to think about like, why did I get that abortion? Like, what was it about him that I didn't want it? Or was I mentally just not ready or physically or financially ready for this? But then again, nobody's ever ready to have a kid. So what really was it? So now I'm like sitting here trying to go deep inside and understand me and and figure out why I did what I did. And I came to the conclusion that I think I did what I did um, because of my father. I think that's what it was. And um, I never really like, I mean, I talked about it before, but I never really went deaf with it. My dad was definitely, um, he was a character. Okay. And this man reminded me a lot of my father. Uh, the bad things, not the good ones. <laughs> um, reminded me the bad things of my father. So I was already like, I don't want my kid to go through what I went through. You know, and I was looking at like this nigga ain't even financially stable and I'm trying to get this career off. Like I'm not even in a place to have a kid, this, this, and that. So I really was just like I had to heal from my daddy issues. And I think we all have daddy issues. We just don't especially in the black community, we just don't acknowledge it. Like because everybody like it's more common of us that don't even know our daddies. You know, and it's more, and if you know your daddy, you probably don't fuck with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a black community, it's like, oh, you know who your father is? And then you got that one person that's like, well, you got 10 people that's probably like, nah, I don't even know that nigga. Then you got, let's say it's a crowd of 30, okay? You got 20 people that's probably like, I don't even know that nigga. And then you got about 10 people that's like, I know him, but I don't fuck with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, that happens in the black community. So, it's like we all have daddy issues, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know my dad, we just don't, you know, we, we talk, but it's not like a father-daughter type of relationship. Um, there's a lot of things that I have to heal from when it comes to my father. And it mentally, um, it messed me up a little bit. So for a while, I was like just, I, I don't know, I just knew that my cup was overflow. Like, I knew I had so much, like, anger and emotion um like sadness and shit um built up in me and I think after the abortion shit it just the cup just started to overflow like I mean I'm just sitting in my car listening to um Summer Walker and J. Cole and I just start breaking the fuck down crying I don't even know what the fuck I'm crying about like I'm just crying, like, what the fuck, what the fuck, you know, they be like, call me when you need some, call me when you need some love, I just started crying, like, I'm just like, what the fuck, and then I just, I don't know, I just went down this spiral roller coaster, like, down into the rabbit hole of, like, daddy issues, and not being where I want to be in life, and not having the friends that I want to have, and feeling like I'm alone all the time, and that's another thing in itself, not that hopefully I'm not rambling, but like I said, it's just a girl chat. If y'all relate, y'all relate. But that's another thing in itself. Like, I definitely feel like, I'm not going to say I feel like, it's obvious. I am alone. I'm alone 24 fucking 7. Like, I spend more time with myself than I spend with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm also, like, I'm the only child. So, I'm kind of used to being by myself. But growing up, I was very known and I had a lot of friends. And my friends didn't live far from me. Like, we all lived on the same strip together. Or it was a little bop, little walk to get to them. But it was never like, oh, my friends are three hours away. My friends are two hours and 30 minutes away. My friends are four hours away. Like, you know, so not being in Jersey and being all the way over here, um, it does play a role on me sometimes as to my mental health. So I'm like, I'm always by myself. And sometimes I wish I had people to hang out with and to talk to. And, you know, like, I wish I had my A1 Day Ones with me. And I talk to them all the time on the phone. But 
just to have him here. Like just when I'm feeling down, like I miss the days when I just, when I didn't feel, when I wasn't happy and they would just call like, yo, what you doing? I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm just in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going through my runt and shit. You know, I'm a little depressed. I'm not telling them that, but I'm like, I'm just in the bed whole time. I'm sad as hell. And they like, man, I'm about to come scoop you. You know, and then you just get your mind off of whatever you was upset or sad about. Like, I miss days like that. I don't have them days because my friends live so far away. Um, have I tried to make new friends? Yes, I have. I definitely been putting myself out there trying to make friends, um, trying to find like-minded people. I tell y'all that all the time. Like, if you want to make friends, you got to go out. You got to try. And that's my thing, too. I'm... I go out and if I see a girl and I think she dope as fuck, she pretty, I like her vibe. Like I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out with that bitch. Like I'm I'm a cool, like I'm cool. Like I buy you a shot, I'll talk to you, whatever. Like, yeah, we should hang out sometimes. Like I'm quick to say that. Like we should hang out sometimes. Like, huh, here's my Instagram, here's my number, like let's be friends. That's definitely me. I'm I'm like that. Um I always been that way. That's how I had so many fucking friends. Um, shit, my best friend, I used to pass her letters and like pass her notes in class and trying to get her to be my friend. So I'm, I'm a very, I'm a, a very social person and I, and I love to make friends and that's my thing. Um, but the friends I've been making out in Maryland, bro, these motherfuckers is weirdos. Like they are weird. I don't want to say Maryland, Baltimore. These bitches are weird, bro. Like they are weird. And I, I see why Krishan don't trust nobody. Okay. Like I definitely see why motherfuckers out here don't trust anybody from Baltimore because these motherfuckers is cruddy. Okay. The first friend I made out this bitch, um, she just was, well, the first friend I ever made when I was in, when I, when I first moved out here. She got mad at me and we ended up stopped being friends because she was way older than me and she didn't have a car. She didn't have her own place, but she had a baby and she was working a job that made less than me. And I was just trying to tell her, like, Yo, you need to get on your shit. Like, you know, I help you get your license. I help you. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. She was on some bum shit and she always wanted to talk about men and not getting her life together. And I was trying to tell her, like, Yo, fuck them niggas. Like, let's get to this bag. Like, what can I do? What do you need help in? Like, what do you want in the future? Like, do you want to go to school? What do you want to do? Like, I was on her like that. And and where I come from and the friends that I be around, that's showing love. Like, I love you enough that I don't want to see you go out sad. You get what I'm saying? But she took it as I'm always preaching to her and, you know, down her back. And that's not what friends do. And it's like, well, friends don't watch you fucking fail, my nigga. Like, that's not what friends do. You know what I'm saying? So, our friendship ended because of that. And then the girl I met after her, me and her, we was cool. We was hanging out. Everything was a vibe. And then we just stopped talking. Like, I don't know what the fuck that shit was about. She act like she don't know me now. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you feel me? I'm not going to beg nobody to be my fucking friend. Like, fuck it. Um, then the girl I met after that one, the bitch tried to fuck my nigga. We already know how that story went. Um, y'all can go listen to that. Uh, is on this podcast somewhere. So, uh, yeah, that one left. <laughs> Bitch wanted to be like me so bad. Uh, so yeah, that one left. And then I made a friend after her and me and her, we recently just fell out. You know, I don't even know what the fuck that was about. Like, I can't even put my hands on it, but I already felt like that friendship was one sided and she was just on some, you know, all about her type of shit. And it wasn't a real friendship, you know. I feel like it was she was just an associate. And I was just trying to make her my friend because I didn't want to be by myself out here. And I would just go out with her, like, just for parties and go out to, you know, just basically it was just parties because she would never want to do anything I wanted to fucking do anyway. So it was like, oh, if we want to go to a party, cool. you just my party friend, you hear me? But we never really, like, did anything else that friends would do that I'm used to my friends doing with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell y'all all the time, real friends are people who could sit in the house with you and y'all could drink a battle of wine together or y'all could just chill in the house and just talk. Like me and my best friend, like we literally just lay in the house together, just talking, chilling. Like we can lay in the bed and not do shit and just have the most time of our life watching TV shit. We don't have to go out and be half naked in the club. We don't have to be in front of niggas face. We don't have to spend money. We literally just sit and talk and vibe together and come up with ideas and talk about life type shit and getting this bag and what we got to do and just chill. Like those are real friends. Like we, I have had from my friends back home, literally it'll be like five of us in the house, all girls just chilling and just hanging out and laughing, listening to music and shaking our ass. Like those are real friendships. When it starts to be all about going to the club and, you know, fake stunting and all of the bullshit, that's not really a friendship. You're just an associate. You're just a party buddy. You feel me? Um, 
So I went through this phase of where it was like I fell along. I was trying to make friends and the shit wasn't just working. And I'm just like, damn, I, have, I really ain't got nobody out here. So because I'm always alone, that definitely plays a role in my on my mental, you know. Um, So I say all that with the daddy issues and the abortion situation and being alone and um, not being where I want to be in life. And maybe because I was just a little bit harder on myself. And that's the thing, too. We're always hard on ourselves. Like, we are really our worst critic, my nigga. Um, so I, I am very hard on myself. And I just felt like, damn, like, I made these goals thinking that I would be somewhere closer to the goal by the end of this year. But life be life. And it was just so many obstacles that was just coming in my way that I just was like, what the fuck? Like, you feel me? And and I just felt, kept trying to tell myself, like, all right, when it's the right time, I'm going to do this. When the right time, I'm going to do that. And it's like, bitch, it's never going to be the right time. You might just do this shit. You feel me? But I think that um, mental health is really what was kicking my ass more than anything. Because when you're not where you want to be, on top of you feeling like you're always alone, you don't have nobody to hang out with, your friends are in a different state, you know, your mom is far away from you, your relationship didn't work the fuck out, shit went left there. My dating life is not um, the best. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I get niggas and I go out with them and it'll be whatever, kumbaya, blah, blah, blah. But some niggas just don't tickle my fancy, you feel me? I just haven't met anybody that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to be with. You feel me? I thought I did, and that shit went left. That's a conversation for a different day. Um, So all that stuff together, it just put me in a very depressing like stage. I was depressed for a very long time. So when you guys are like, women's process, where you been at, bitch? I've been fighting depression. That's where the fuck I've been at. I definitely um went and got me a therapist, and we talked about it and, and stuff like that. And, um... It's a work in progress, and it's crazy because I got the therapist. I started feeling like I was getting better, like I was feeling better or whatever. But, you know, once again, everything costs money, my nigga. So you got to think about this. When I started this story, I'm, I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm just podcasting. I don't have a job. You feel me? So, you know, I'm able to still pay my rent and keep, you know, roof over my head and, and the lights on and food in my belly but there are times where you want to get your hair done you want to get your nails done you want to have extra money you don't want just money just to go to your bills and shit like that you you miss going out you feel me you miss paying that rent on time all the time not paying that bitch by the seventh my nigga so you know you miss having that type of thing so you want extra money so now I'm like well what can I do to get extra money but still have the the time to podcast you know what I'm saying because in my career field me being a microbiologist I have to work full-time there's no part-time microbiologist jobs like that wasn't happening and they always act like they fucking own you then you gotta read emails and shit like that then they might hit you with the last minute overtime bullshit and blah, blah, blah. that shit was stressing me the fuck out I wasn't happy there I wanted something that was just quick money in and out and not a lot just enough so that all right well my bills is paid that ain't I ain't worried about that but I would like to have money by case I want to get my nails done case I want to do my last case I want to get on a plane and fly out somewhere you know just so I could feel like I have a normal life you know you see people on Instagram they popping bottles they going motherfucking Dubai they traveling I can't do none of that shit because I decided that I wanted to follow my dreams and put my goals first but it's like if I stay in here and I'm just working 24 7 on this podcast and I don't go out and have a social life I'm going to go insane like I said before, I'm always alone. So it's like I was about, you know, a couple days from being in a straitjacket, bitch. I was mentally, I was fucked up, okay? So I said, you know, I need some extra little play money. So I went and became a waitress. <laughs> Who knows that that would have fucked up my mental health too, okay? So I went and became a, matri- a waitress, and I was doing that three days out the week. Well, I'm still doing it um, three days out the week. And that's my little play money, you know. I, I do my own hair, but I can buy my weave to do my hair. You know, I can get my toes done. I can do little cute stuff I want to do if I want to go out to eat with my friends. But when I have friends, like back home, if I want to go back to Jersey and go out to eat with them or go, in Brook, go hang out in Brooklyn or whatever, now I got the money to do those things. You know, if I want to get on a plane and just fly out somewhere, not because I want to do those things, you feel me? The things that are not necessities, but, you know, they make you feel good. Um... 
So I say I like to say I picked up the wasted job thinking that, all right, this solves my financial problem as for the things I want to do just for fun, my entertainment things. Not knowing that it was going to play a toll on my mental health due to the fact that people treat waitresses like shit. So imagine going from making 70000 a year to now you barely touch that, okay? And, and you're here and you're serving for people just so you can have the flexibility to do your podcast shit to do, you know, just to chase your dreams. And motherfuckers are talking to you like you were serving, like you some dumb bitch, like you ain't got shit, like you the scum on the earth, like you underneath they fucking shoes and shit. And it's like, bitch, I probably was making more money than you. Like, do you know who the fuck I am? Like, I'm intelligent as hell. I'm not no dummy because they just assume that people in these kind of jobs are just stupid. People just assume that, that you stupid and that you supposed to be a maid for them and they could talk to you any old kind of way. And they assume that you just a high schooler or you just you just got into college and you know you should you just struggling for pennies and dust and pockets and shit and it's like I'm not that bitch also people who are in these job fields are very miserable down to the managers people that work in jobs like that they are sad okay they are sad and depressed. And when you come around them and you happy go lucky and you having a good old time, they like, why is this bitch so happy? So they want to fuck with you. You know, misery loves company. They want you to be just as miserable and hate your job like they do, you know. And then they want to talk about, well, I hate it here too, but I come here for a check. My thing is, bitch, I'm I'm above this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to, you like, come on now. I'm overqualified, my nigga. Like, I chose to take this bitch. So I definitely was dealing with, um, you know, the customers being disrespectful, the the employees being disrespectful because they're fucking miserable. Um, all that shit played a major toll on my mental health. But I understood that you got to sacrifice sometimes. You got to make sacrifices to get to where you want to be. Um, so that's basically what I've been doing, y'all. And that's why I haven't posted anything because when you get depressed. And I know black people don't believe in depression. Black people don't even think mental health is even real for some odd reason. They be like therapists. When I told my friends I wanted to get a therapist and told people I was trying to get a therapist, they asked me, was I crazy? And I'm like, bitch, I'm not crazy. I'm just trying to fix it before I become crazy, bitch. Because I'm I'm about two inches away from going to jail. <laughs> First 48. Because it's definitely giving that, all right? Um, But yeah, black people try to make it seem like you crazy. Something wrong with you or, you know, like... I had this one guy who I was telling him, we was talking about talking about it. He was talking about his trauma, his last relationship. And I said, you know, maybe you should go see a therapist. And he said, therapists are for people who don't need to be dating. They need to fix their self and heal first before they date. And I said, that's not true. There's different reasons why people go to therapy. I don't mean they just because they crazy motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just loony tune out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you need to understand yourself. And that be the thing. Everybody know their motherfucking Zodiac sign. Everybody know their boyfriend's Zodiac sign. Everybody know how to eat some coochie. Everybody know that they coochie pink and they booty hole brown. Okay. But nobody knows nothing about themselves. Everybody knows what damn uh, Sukiyana and Sexy Red did. Everybody knows what's trending on Tasha K's YouTube channel. What's trending on Instagram. You know, that Twitter, you know, that Twitter's going down the drain and Instagram's taking over. Everybody know all this bullshit, social media bullshit. But nobody knows nothing about themselves. When do you take time to know you? And that's how I was looking at it with a therapist. Like, I needed to take time to figure out what the fuck is wrong. Like, and when I say something's wrong with me, doesn't mean I'm broken. Doesn't mean I'm retarded. Doesn't mean I'm crazy. But to understand that I'm having mood swings, you feel me? Like I'm, I'm not myself. What is causing me to not be myself? What is my triggers? How can I learn, you know, learn to deal with them and handle life a little bit better? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I learn to control my emotions a little bit better? What what can I do differently? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it was about. Like, I feel like therapy was more about, like, getting to know you and understanding that everything you did in your past is what made who you who you are now. And it's just, it's your book, you know what I mean? And sometimes you got to read your own motherfucking book. Like, and that's okay, you know what I'm saying? Because... If you're not aware of yourself, how can you change? You know what I'm saying? Because we can't keep doing the same shit and expect to get different results. Like, at some point, I had to do some type of soul searching for my motherfucking self and knowing me so I could figure out what is it that I don't like. And I also feel like when you're trying to level up, when you're trying to become a better person, you got to do some shit that's going to make you uncomfortable, you know, but you got to do some shit on a physical mental and emotional level to become a better you and that's why I did the whole therapy situation you know 
Um, and I'm I have I have stopped. Uh, I think I missed like I missed like two sessions or whatever. I did stop due to the fact of something that happened in my job, but I am going back. Um, it's only been, it's, I only missed two weeks. Um, but I am going back or whatever. And, and, and that's just what I've been doing, you know, like, and I feel like we don't believe depression is real, but that shit is definitely real. And I'm the type of person when I get into that mode, I don't, I can't create, you get what I'm saying? I could have, like, I literally had so many ideas for this podcast, so many topics I want to touch on. Um, so many different things I want to do this year. Like I'm definitely trying to get into fashion. I told y'all that, um, I have so many things I want to do. Uh, but because I was depressed, that shit put a pause on my shit. You get what I'm saying? Like it put a pause on where I could be. Like if I wouldn't have been depressed for this past two months, imagine where my subscriber account would be. At. Imagine where my followers would be. At. Imagine where I would be at. But you know, it's more important to deal with what I got to deal with than to just like, be just putting shit out knowing I'm not mentally there. Like, I feel like I won't be able to give y'all what y'all really need, okay? <laughs> what you looking for? We got what you looking for, okay? I can't really deliver, you know what I mean? Special delivery. <laughs> I can't really deliver if I'm not me. Like, I have I have heard people say, like, because I didn't have the inspiration. Like, I didn't have the drive to do it. And I heard people say, like, just force yourself to do it. And I'm like... All right, I'm gonna try, and I I definitely tried to force myself to do it, and I'm I just wasn't feeling it, you know, and it, it wasn't good, y'all, and I, that's why y'all didn't get the episode because it, it was not good at all, um, so that's that, and and I don't know, I feel like I feel like you can't win for nothing at times, like because it's like. I try and I get pushed back. I try and I go forward. I try and I get pushed back again. It's like a tug of war, tug of war. And we would never understand why the things in the world happen for the way they happen. But I can tell you, after going to therapy and realizing that my childhood and things that I seen growing up is who created me, who is what created me to be the way that I am, I started to realize that even though right now this journey may not make sense, but when I get to the destination, everything will then start to add up. Okay. Everything would then start to add up. And that's what I've been telling myself. Like, you know, I done did collabs with people and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Collab didn't get me nowhere. And I just feel like one day when I get to where I need to be at, somebody's going to bring up that collab and I'm going to be like, oh, that's why I did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was I was still, you know, working because it's like, all right, people see. Let's think of a. Oh, what the fuck was that? Let's think of a hot artist right now. Like people see Sexy Red and they feel like, oh, this bitch just she just came out of nowhere. Like, you feel me? She just popped overnight. But the whole time when you look up Sexy Red, she's been doing this shit for years. Same shit with Glorilla. You feel me? So imagine how many songs they put out and put out and felt like, oh, Damn, this shit ain't gave me nowhere, nowhere. Whole time she was building a portfolio. You feel me? So that's how I'm just looking at it. And I wanted to share that with y'all because I know we be very tough on ourselves. And I and I guess the lesson today and the message of today is like, it's all gonna make sense. And where you're supposed to go, um, in your journey, everything happens for a reason. You know, like I have had um doors closed on me during this journey. I have had obstacles put in the fucking way. I have I had a lot of things happen to me during the time I chose to take this shit serious. And um, I never understood why it happened. But I feel like when I get older, or when I get to where I got to get to, it all will make sense, you know? So I guess the message is, like, keep your head up and keep going. Don't stop. And um, it's okay to, to deal with your mental, you know what I mean? It's okay to cry. It's okay to, to feel your emotions, you know, but don't stay there too long and figure out what you got to do to get out of that funk because everybody goes through a funk. OK, figure out what you got to do to get out of that funk. And even though some days you feel like you can't win for nothing, all the L's you take never amounts to the big win that you get at the end of it. Like real shit. Um. And I haven't seen my big win yet. (laughs) 
I haven't seen my, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen my big wing yet at all, but I know I've been seeing all little L's, but I haven't seen my big win. And, and when I say L's, I'm not saying losses, nigga, because y'all know we don't take losses over here. We take lessons. Ain't nothing, ain't no loss losing over here, nigga. It's number lessons over here. That's what L's stand for. But, um, I definitely, uh, I haven't seen the big win I'm looking for yet, but I see the progress and I'm just trying to, um, Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. And and not be so hard on myself. Because I realized that the, the path I chose to take. This shit don't happen overnight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Simba whole album, yo, was really speaking to me. Like, this shit don't happen overnight, my nigga. And that's just what it is. It's not a one plus one equals two. And then two plus two is four. And then you do this and you do that and you get there. You don't know how the fuck you going to get to where you got to go. <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy, bro. Life is ghetto. But, yeah. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys. And in the words of the crackhead that i seen on Instagram, it was the journey. <laughs> Let's play that clip. <laughs> oh God! Got the serious look, just like y'all got that serious and test look. Cause they trying to find his way, trying to figure it out. It's frustrating. I'm trying to listen to God. I got my own flesh and my pulling me here, my own desire. My family, my friends, all these things is, is, is distracting me from the truth. And it's difficult to give in. Especially when you're young, man. But if you can go through it, you'll come out like gold. If I can go through the fire. They don't want to go through the fire. They want the lotto and go to Jamaica and the Bahamas to do their own selfish thing. But he said, if you wait till I exalt you, I give you the desires of your heart. But it's difficult to wait because everybody in a hurry. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in a hurry. I don't know where they're going, but when they get there, oh, they're going to be sorry. The faster you try to get there, that career, that money, and you're going to figure it out that, man, it was the shot. It was not the destination. You was in a hurry to get there, to come up, to be this, to be that. And when you get there, you're going to feel discouraged more than you did before you even started to get there. Cause it was the journey, the people that you didn't stop to talk to like me at checking. The people at the gas station. You was in a hurry to get there, but it was the journey. It was the gas station. It's checkers. It's the journey, not the destination. Because the destination is steadily evolving. I'm sick of working hard and doing the right thing. Damn, they don't respect the good bitch. They don't respect good bitches. But you're gonna make a monster out of me. You're gonna make a monster out of me. All you niggas and you bitches. Fuck school. Fuck doing the right things. Fuck staying in the course. Fuck taking the stairs. I'm gonna get my teeth Outside. And it's cold out here. I feel hurt. I'm sick of 